0: Let's grow big together. And all the fabulous podcasts made by Feast of Fun are made possible because of legendary listeners just
1: like you. For an ad-free experience, access our full catalog of over 3,000 shows on our website, FeastofFun.com slash plus. Or follow us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash Feast of Fun. One of the drawbacks of following bodybuilders on social media is you come across a few muscle giants who unfortunately have fallen for a lot of right-wing nonsense, sexism, and bigotry.
0: Thankfully, the kids are all right, and a rising tide is shifting to invite everyone to pump iron and bring on the gains. Let's grow big together! The podcast that puts meat on the bone
1: and then slathers it in
0: gravy. I'm Fausto Fernos
1: And I'm Mark Fillion. In this series, we're taking a look at the passion for muscle, adventures in bodybuilding, muscle gods, muscle worship, and practical advice to put on the gains. Today,
0: Canadian bodybuilder, fitness influencer, and fashion model, Carter Kissick, joins us to talk about bigotry as the ultimate gains Goblin. Listen as Carter takes on the haters while squatting a whole lot
1: of weight and, of course, wearing fabulous fashion. Plus, does Viagra work to get a pump in the gym?
0: Swallowing raw eggs to build up your chest,
1: arms, and legs. And are you an alpha, beta, delta, sigma, omega, or lambda male? Take our quiz and find out. There we go. Hello? Hi, is this Carter Kissick? Hey, yeah, it is. Hi, Carter. This is Fausto. And Mark from Let's Grow Big Together. (laughs) Sweet. Hey, man, you're a real
0: alpha male up there in Calgary. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, yeah. I've been dealing with one of those right now in my comment section. It's great. What's going on? The same guy, I don't know if how long you've been following me, but like a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago maybe, some guy went on like a 50 comments spree about like his MMA experience and that he could beat me up because, I don't know, because I could squat more than him, I guess. Um. But it ended with uh, somebody figuring out the gym that he claimed he uh, he went to, and um, he didn't actually go there. The owner didn't know him; nobody knew him, and he just made up this whole oh. MMA background. And anyway, he's back. He's back again to uh, to uh, talk about how I don't know.
0: <laughs> so he's swole catfishing you, or uh, yeah, or alpha male fishing.
2: Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't know what to call
1: it. So he's mad at you because you squat.
2: Yeah, well, it was a video of me squatting, and he he just, I don't know. I guess that was enough to trigger this man.
0: Well, Carter, I'll admit it. It's like anybody who sees your videos, you're ridiculously good looking. You're squatting like a beast, and you have like a wonderful support community. I mean, you have three guys spotting you (laughs) while you're just going at it with five or six plates on each side. You have a great, like, life. I'd be be mad. Everybody's mad at you in some ways or wants to be you or wants to get a kiss from you. Hence the last name.
2: Man, it's funny you say that because I'm just struggling, man. I'm struggling like anybody else. I'm just making it paycheck to paycheck here. You make it look easy
0: because you're editing out the hard parts in your videos.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. No, my life probably looks pretty cool online, maybe.
0: What's it, what's it like to be Carter Kisick?
2: <laughs> oh man, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'd say it's probably no different than in the guy next door, honestly. I mean, other, and if he goes to the gym, maybe I, maybe I go to the gym more than him. I don't know.
1: Well, how'd you get into lifting?
2: Honestly, I started lifting when I was probably like 15 years old. So back then it was like, oh man, like girls love a guy with six pack abs, you know? <laughs> So I was like, if I get into lifting, I'll have some abs. And then, uh, immediately that was not the case. Um, but my dad was always into bodybuilding. Like my dad was bodybuilding. And, uh, I think from there, I just genuinely got interested in the sport and then, yeah, it, things just took off from there.
1: Did your dad take you to the, to the gym? Did he show you how to lift or was he just kind of like on your own? I have like some of my
2: earliest memories are me on top of a leg press, like on top of a stack of plates. And my dad is leg pressing. Oh, that is so cute. I would have been like four or something. Yeah. So yeah, those are some of my earliest memories. And we had a gym at home Mm -hmm. in the basement. So it was always around. I just never used it. I always thought like those guys in the flex magazines looked gross. Um, And then just something switched when I was 15, 16 years old.
0: Well, I like that you're sort of like Kylo Ren with Darth Vader, going like, <laughs> "I will finish what you started, Father." <laughs>
2: yeah, 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 I love that post. You know, I wish that post did better, but well, what is your is.
1: dad still lifting?
2: Uh, yeah, he. Uh, it's pretty casual though. He's in his sixties now, so he's just trying to stay healthy. And, you know, he's squatting, you know, like 95 pounds and try not to push it. Cause he, mm. he does go over the top sometimes and he ends up hurting himself at the recovery for him. is like months, you,
0: you know, I'll share a story with you. It's like my father died in 2006 and I've done a lot of really cool, amazing stuff in my life as, as everybody mm-hmm. has, you know, and I was, you know, turning to my father, be like, Hey, I did this, this and that. And he, you know, he was just okay with it. But one day, He, I was finishing a workout at the gym and he came to visit, you know, he like came in and sat down and watched me lift. And I never saw Mm. more pride in my father's face. (laughs) Oh, that's so cute. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like doing 20 pound dumbbell curls, you know, like I was really skinny and young Uh, and stuff. And he was just like, my son.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then he does. him. Yeah,
0: and then I dressed up as a pretty woman, and he he was like really confused and stuff. But
1: yeah,
2: I guess that can be hard for some people, some of those older guys. Yeah, well, you know, at the gym you're wearing a lot of bright colors. Yeah, I'm basically in drag. You know, if I put some makeup on, I mean, it's do not it.
0: What, what kind of name? Is, what's your drag name?
1: Oh, frick! I don't know. I'm to I might have to collab with you guys and figure that out. We can collaborate. What kind of video do you want to make? You
0: could be like, um, let's. Kissick, or I mean, your last name is sort of like an (laughs) instruction. Yeah, I know, right? Kissick, my grits.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'd like to work it in there somehow. I mean, when I was, you know, when I was in like kindergarten, the kids would make fun of me. They'd be like, "You got kiss in your
1: name." (laughs) Yeah, I had feel in my name, so people were always like, "Feel me on." I'm like, if you insist. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and that's how I
0: found out about you, actually, because there was the the uh, uh, clothing line Rascal Apparel. That for a long time had all these ads with you in them, flexing and showing off yeah. your massive muscular legs and, yeah. and everybody, there was a discussion on, on social media, it's like, does the model come with the clothes, you know?
2: yeah I've seen a lot of those comments yeah and I, and, I stopped looking at the ads
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I was like well who this guy seems like he knows what he's doing it seems very charming and charismatic and everybody was like don't go searching for somebody you're not going to be happy what you find you know <laughs> how would
2: yeah, you find yeah. him
0: and then I finally like I think it was the apparel companies finally told me it's like hey this is uh, Carter Kissick from Calgary and this is Instagram and then I started following your posts. And I thought it was really interesting is how much you challenge a lot of conservative, right wing, regressive men and women out there to, you know, be more inviting and be more loving and compassionate. And I kind of wanted just to, you know, really get into that with you. Like what made you like kind of want to challenge these type of peoples? Like when you're searching for bodybuilding information on the Internet, you're going to find a lot of nonsense, you know
2: yeah oh yeah oh my goodness <laughs> um i don't know honestly i don't really know if there's a moment in time that kind of switched for me but like growing hmm. up in rural alberta i mean you're around the type i guess a lot and so uh because i grew up on a farm outside of longview where's longview it's south of calgary by about an hour hour and a bit maybe it's near a town called Okotoks as well. It's another bigger town. Some people know that's where I went to high school. And so I was around a lot of those shitty attitudes, I guess. And honestly, like if I'm being honest with myself at the time, like when I was you know, 14 or something, I've adopted a few of those views, but the second you get out of that and start to like talk to people, you realize like your, your world is a lot, the world is a lot bigger than, than your little town and your shitty little attitudes. Um, and so then I just as I grow up and learn more I just see um the those same attitudes reflected in adults and I just like don't I don't think it's I don't know I don't think it's great. <laughs> I think it's I think it's rough when like an adult has the same perspective on like these complex issues as like a 14-year-old child. So So it comes uh, across as very uh, yeah.
0: immature to you.
2: Yeah, it's like yeah. totally Like to me, I just see my 14-year-old self and like all these little kids like, you know, running around in junior high and like saying these silly things. It, It doesn't come across as intellectual or even honest. Like I think a lot of the guys preaching this kind of nonsense alpha male stuff, I don't know if they're fully in it. Like I don't know if they have a reason to demonize certain groups and minorities. I think they're just doing it. Because, you know, that's the bubble they're in and they want to feel belonging somewhere. And I, I don't know.
0: <laughs> I always say that bigotry is the biggest gains goblin because bigotry creates a hostile environment. And when you're lifting and you're trying to grow size and muscle, you're reliant on your community for wisdom, for information, for knowledge. And when you, you know, you sort of put walls around you, you know, like only I can interact with people on this level, you know, it, yeah. it, it holds you back and holds other people back. Yeah. There's this one guy at my gym. He, we call him the vampire cause he's huge. <laughs> yeah. And you know, everybody's kind of like in love with him because he's like, ha- he has the body that everybody kind of dreams about. And he comes yeah. into the gym and he does not want to talk to anybody, socialize with anybody and then he leaves and you know, he's not a mean person or anything, but he like, if he catches you looking at him, he just shoots you like a dirty look, like a vampire, like I'm going to eat you.
1: <laughs> well, he also eats yeah. four pounds of meat a day, right? Well, cause
0: I have a friend of mine yeah. and he was like a, a chef uh, for, for athletes and he went up to him and he's from Colombia, and he's like, Hey man, you got to tell me what, what are you eating all day long, man? What do you think? He's like, I eat lots of red meat. And I said <laughs> <Four> pounds. <laughs> right. It was like four pounds or something like
2: really unrealistic, yeah. like a human child or something.
0: Yeah, and and so he came to me and said that. And he's like, "Do you think he's telling you the truth?" And I was like, "Well, he didn't specify what kind of meat. You know, it could be yeah. human." I guess. <laughs> so you know, when you're in the parking lot, carry some garlic with you. You know, a crucifix.
2: Yeah, a crucifix of some kind, silver bullets. Is that for that's for werewolves maybe?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, you know, and he's like he's very uh, superstitious, so he was like, Oh, you think so? And I was like, uh, vampires aren't real. You know, just but muscle building is, you know. And I don't know, it's like, you know, in terms of your gym, because you, you work as a, uh, as a as a manager for a barbell company.
2: Yeah, yeah. There's an, a gym equipment company called Bells of Steel.
0: And and those are the guys who make the hexagonal dumbbells right
2: yeah they got some hex dumbbells they got some round commercial dumbbells they got a lot of stuff actually they're growing uh, quite substantially i'd say yeah. for a smaller company they're, they're doing well
0: but they're they they have the patent on that design or
2: uh, i don't believe they okay. have the patent on the hex dumbbells i think that's pretty common around here i don't know where you guys are at but uh, we're in chicago a few companies have them. oh okay yeah. yeah yeah i think most um suppliers and manufacturers have uh, hex dumbbells.
0: I always say that having a supportive gym environment is really helpful in growing muscle. What's what's yours like? Oh
2: man. Yeah, the the strength edge, like where I train for the last 2 years or whatever has been so awesome. Like the people there are are, are the best. They they're so supportive and everyone is like welcoming and it's, it's the best you can ask for a spot from anybody. Anytime anybody's going for a PR, everybody stops that they're doing is cheering you on. Like, it's just a great community to be a part of, um, for the last few months. I've I haven't been training there though. I've been at a good life and could just because it's close to my house and the winter roads are bad mm-hmm. and it is not the same. It's totally different. Like people are just there with their headphones on and they're doing their own thing and, and that's totally cool it's just not what I'm used to. I'm used to like the community and the support and being able to talk to everybody. It's, everyone's shouting across the gym, having conversations and people are jumping in, you know?
0: Well, and how, how long are, are your workouts? Usually it's a couple hours.
2: Oh uh, yeah. It's, uh, I'd say they're probably average about two hours when I'm at the strength edge. I'd be there for you know three, three plus hours just cause I'm shooting the shit with everyone all the time. But,
1: <laughs> well, I mean, my husband's yeah. like looking at me, nodding his head. See, he spends three hours, and what's he doing? Yeah. He's chatting with people, talking, and it's fine. Right? Yeah. We can spend three hours. Well,
0: part of it show. is like you're resting. If you're yeah. if you're doing like, I mean, Carter, what, what was your like that video where you were squatting? Were you were you were wearing a belt, right?
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I wear a belt when I squat. That's that's my only equipment that I use. I I would like to use knee sleeves, but I I haven't tried them before. I feel like I might just throw it off.
0: I have like chronic hip and knee stuff going on and it's like the, the weight belt and the knee sleeves is just like fundamental, you know? And, and what helped me a lot this past year was just like, you know, with a lot of people who are sort of new to bodybuilding or weightlifting, they're like rest one minute and not one more minute more or less. And I'm like, (laughs) sometimes if you rest three or four minutes, then you're sort of fully rested and able to get that volume, that weight. Yeah. And and safely too, because you know injuries kind of keep you from getting the muscle, and then you start making progress, and you get the the kissick thighs. Yeah,
2: <laughs> they're definitely kissing thighs. That's the side of the family that they, that the thighs come from for sure. They all are short, stocky people with amazing legs.
0: <laughs> and and you know, in, in terms of like building muscle, that's sort of like you know, having rest can be really critical to that.
2: And so, you know, being at the
0: gym for three hours, not that you're like, you know, killing yourself for three hours, but it's like, it it can be very important to get that workout done.
2: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Like when I was there, especially on those heavy squat days, like I'm resting five plus minutes between sets (laughs) and everyone there is powerlifting and strongman. So, you know, they're doing the same thing. Like we're all just hanging out for the most part.
0: Well, and you've, you've done already a comp had a one or two competitions under your belt, right?
2: I just have the one bodybuilding competition under my belt now, and I'm in prep for another one as we speak. And when's that happening? It's going to be May 20th in Calgary.
0: Oh, damn! That's like five days away, practically May. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just think a we're months.
1: 16
2: weeks out or something. Yeah, yeah. So,
1: so where are you at right now? Are you uh, still trying to get big, or are you leaning out, or how's that working out?
2: I'm leaning out right now. I uh, I've been <clears throat> I'm probably down 20 pounds, so I I had that off season cycle. Uh, ended that at like 212, 213 pounds. Mm-hmm. And then I've just been slowly losing, obviously, when you're off as well. Like you lose some water weight and everything. So I've been downsizing a bit as well. And then at 14 weeks out or so, I'll jump back on and will hopefully the weight will steady out a bit, but I'll still be cutting. When,
0: when you're talking about jumping back on, are you talking about like performance enhancing drugs or your diet yeah. or? Yeah.
2: Yeah. So the diet right now has already started. Like I've okay. been dieting for since mm-hmm. early December, maybe before. Um, but yeah, the, we'll start with the PEDs and uh, we'll just see see how it goes from there. I'll obviously still be losing the fat, but hopefully the weight kind of levels out.
0: Well, I also found like this article on, online about like, Fitness influencers who are open about using steroids.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Was I in it? I yeah, know yeah, yeah. Them, and you
0: know, to to me, like uh, hearing you know older people talking about steroids is sort of like hearing older people talking about like my email's been hacked. You know.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and you're like grandma. <laughs> You forgot your password, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a lot of yeah. fear about that. Well, you have a dad who was a bodybuilder way back in the day. Was it? Have, have you talked to yeah. him about that kind of stuff or uh, his experience? Because I, I mean, we've come a long way in our knowledge of, of what these things can do
2: and how to protect yourself. Yeah. Protect yourself. Yeah. 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 I. Uh, I actually like. I, I obviously talk about it with my dad and my parents and uh, honestly everyone that I know. I. I talk about it because people have questions but we haven't talked about his experience because i'm not even sure if that was a thing for him or not like i i i imagine he dabbled in some performance enhancement but uh i haven't really like tried to get that answer out of him because i think like for him and and people his age it's still like very taboo mm. um so it's not really a topic i like, care to get into too much especially because so- i know they didn't know much if he was using it and he he doesn't really understand how they work and you know all that mm.
0: Well, you know, I I remember very vividly when I was a kid, my father going to the bathroom and pulling out vitamin B shots and injecting himself with them. And I was like, what the fuck is this shit?
1: (laughs) That was big in the 70s and 80s. People were all into vitamin B.
0: Yeah. And I don't know if like uh, for people who have taken vitamin B, it's okay. You know, it's it's you know, but it's not that not the end all and be all.
1: Yeah, it's supposed to give you a lot of energy. Uh, my friend had a, a prescription for vitamin B, and she she shot me up. yeah, injections. Yeah. She shot me up, and I felt you know it was okay, but it wasn't like I I don't you know yeah. the next day it was like whatever. Yeah,
0: well you know like uh, uh, my my bodybuilding coach has me on um carnitine injections, and I cannot do them because every time I inject them, it's just like it's just a lot of liquid. And you're just like, uh, I feel like a Haitian voodoo doll, you know?
1: Is it going into muscle or into <laughs> fat or where is it going?
0: Anywhere you want to. Uh, you're supposed to do intramuscular, but, you know, get it in there somehow.
1: Subcutaneous so you can do too, I think, just in your belly
0: fat. But it's just like, and listen, I'm no stranger to belly fat here, but, uh, you know, it's it just, <laughs> it, it just it's just, like a lot of stuff to stick into your body, you know? Um, your last cycle oh, yeah. on YouTube you were talking about is 300 milligrams of sustenance
2: a week. Three hundred yeah. Deca, yeah,
0: for eight weeks only. It was a very short cycle.
2: Um, I think when I was on YouTube, I think that yeah. was my prep. So I think it went eight weeks like that, and then okay. we switched Deca for um, Masteron and Tren.
0: I think it was at the time. All right. So you're training hard and, and Navar giving up.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I actually, I'm so scared of using that stuff now. I'm very cautious. Like <laughs> it just went so poorly that first time that I just how so excuse me a little bit i i believe i got um bunk gear like i don't know if it was a mastron or the trend or whatever but um i got really sick just unwell and uh yeah I, I i don't really know how to explain it really i i at the time because i'm in canada it's hard to get blood work uh for that particular like for my hormones mm-hmm. um so i was sending it to the states and then getting like my results in the mail And it just took too long to get the results back. And by the time I was like, I think I was five or four weeks out, I got my blood test results. And it was like not at all what you'd expect. So we knew something was like not what it was or something was
1: fake or we didn't really know. How does that work? You go and you get a blood draw in Canada and then you send your blood to the United States. So you buy like a kit. It's from the States and you take the sample yourself and send it. How'd you draw your own blood?
2: Uh, so you can do a finger prick on like, uh, like paper tests and then they give you like a little, yeah.
1: Okay. So it's not like you're uh, taking out like a, no, (laughs) you don't show a (laughs) vial or anything. Yeah.
2: It's, I mean, I, I don't know how it works with more complicated tests, Mm -hmm. but just for like a simple like test estrogen progesterone, it was Mm -hmm. just a little dab thing.
0: Well, it sounds like very Elizabeth Holmes Theranos Mm -hmm. kind of nonsense, (laughs) you know, like this little drop of blood is going to give you all this medical information. And and then part of the reason you want to get your blood drawn in a vial is because they can give you a very accurate result that way, you know?
2: Yeah, exactly. So I found uh, that I can use, go through a naturopath and get my like bloods taken at the lab. And then like, I can order them directly from the naturopath. He'll give me whatever I want. I just have to pay for it out of pocket and then, you know, I can get whatever I need. Uh, so I have two uh, referrals or requests that I can take in during this next contest prep um, in case we need to see what things look like during.
0: Well, I, I heard that trend alone comes from a sweet potato. <laughs>
2: <laughs> from a sweet potato? I
0: b- believe so, actually. Like, <laughs> well, a lot I am no I'm I I'm, 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 jo- I'm just joking right now, but uh, it, I guess a lot of anabolic steroids are manufactured from sweet potatoes.
2: Wild. Yeah. I
0: had no idea.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it's so so uh so that so that resulted and so now you're sort of off gear and you're about to yeah. start uh what what's your um your contest shredding gear cycle gonna be like?
2: Uh so it starts out mm. uh tests and echo plays. Okay. Um, with some Primo. So I think it's, I think we're starting at like 400 tests, maybe 500. I'd have to look at the piece of paper again, Mm -hmm. but it's about 400 or 500 tests with 300 Equipoise and then 100 Prima bolin, And then we do that for about six or eight weeks. And then it's, we're switching Equipoise for Masteron, 400 Masteron. Why the switch? And then... Uh, just because equipoise uh, is has a really long ester, mm-hmm. so it's in your body for a long time, and it causes some water retention, so you get a little bit of bloat. Um, and equipoise and was developed for
0: uh, horses, hence the yeah, name. Yeah, it's like a veterinary drug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> equine. There's there's a YouTube yeah. videos of guys, or I think that TikTok videos of the guys going into like a veterinarian lab and be like. Hey, can I get some horse hormones?
2: <laughs> horse steroids, <turrets laughs> yeah, and they're like, get out of here. Well, that's like blowing for the cows, right? Like, it's just—it feels wrong. You gotta move
0: those weights. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I, I think towards the end of the cycle, we add uh, like orals, and we take out the injections in the last two weeks or whatever, and we just roll into the competition with Anavar and uh, Mastron, or Winstrol. Sorry.
0: And in terms of your your macros, do you mind sharing that information with the listeners?
2: Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm on like 245 grams of protein, uh, 335 grams of carbs, and then Mm. 64 grams of fat. That's a lot of fun. Yeah. So it seems it's like it ends up being around like 3,000-ish calories.
0: And the one thing I've discovered myself is like, I'm the child of two diabetics. I cannot eat enough carbs. Well, it's time for another popsicle. (laughs) <laughs> or some graham crackers <laughs> or something, you know?
2: Yeah. Keep the blood sugar up.
0: Well, yeah, I guess, you know, because part of it is like, you know, and I explain this to a lot of guys who are starting on gear, it's like, you know, the gear is just the train that brings the 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 caboose of food into your cells. If you don't have the food going yeah. into your cells, you're not going to, you you may have some performance enhancement, but it's not going to be yeah. something you can keep and bank
2: on, you know? Yeah, like you got the workers, but you don't got the supplies.
0: Right, right, right.
2: Yeah.
0: Well, you're so open about everything. Uh, have you gotten any kind of negative reactions from friends, coworkers, or family members? Like, I'm worried that Carter's going to get
2: roid rage. No, my girlfriend's pretty good about it. She, mm-hmm. um, yeah, she knew like before we were obviously like romantically interested anyway. So it was you know, that's the, that's the, that's the bonus of being open is that, uh, there's no surprises for anybody. So it doesn't sneak up on you like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I haven't really faced any, any issues. Obviously there's like people online have some worries or issues or, critiques or whatever but it's pretty rare now because I don't I don't make videos like I used to just discussing what I'm doing Mm -hmm. I'm just doing mostly like entertainment and positivity stuff which is like I feel like I found my stride there anyways it's really nice but if people ask I'll tell them and they're usually pretty like if they're at the point of asking they're pretty um, understanding
0: yeah yeah well you're very asset oriented very positive very kind and I think that's really great. You know, it's like what you're lifting may not be that big for somebody else, but it's big to you and that matters.
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think if you're putting in the effort and like, like if a one, a one rep max is going to be like your maximum effort, like no matter what the weight is on your back. So I feel like it's, it's something to be like celebrated, you know, if you Mm -hmm. do Mm it, it's awesome. It's great.
0: Let's talk about the the you know toxic masculinity um, <laughs> as opposed to toxic yeah, yeah. anabolic <laughs> <Like> steroids. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and you know that there's this idea that um, being an asshole or being pushy and cruel or mean or or not sharing equipment or being um, a poor manager or or poor impl- like being just cruel is yeah. something to be admired, and therefore they they associate a lot of these regressive peoples with the concept of an alpha male, but you know, anybody who's ever lived with a dog knows that all the dog wants to do is eat and sleep <laughs>
1: and poop, <Yeah>. and, poop. <laughs> and pee yeah. and smell things and go and through the garbage. Especially, especially garlic is important.
0: Yeah. Well, are you here in Canada? You have, uh, do you have a, do you have a dog, right? You have a,
2: Uh, My parents have a dog. I don't have a dog myself, actually. Yeah, we have cats at our house. I live with my brother. We have two cats. What do
0: you make about justifying all this bad behavior by comparing human beings to dogs?
2: Dude, oh my goodness. I can't... (laughs) It's so silly to me because it's coming from what seems to be nowhere. You know, like the guy who who had the whole hypothesis with the alpha wolf, the omega wolf, and then the, the beta wolves, like that's something they've retracted. Like it's something that they, they misspoke on. It's something that they don't want. They didn't want to. I, pre- I believe they're dead now, but uh, <laughs> they, they went back on their work. Uh, like the, the whole thing that they were, they were observing was just um, dads Their the the dad, the mother and the, cubs so the dad is always the alpha the mother is the omega and the cubs were always the betas and like it's just a family structure like a normal family structure um wolves in the wild don't have that like they don't have this hierarchy um and so it's just like you see things that i don't know if you guys have seen this like image it's like wolves walking through the snow yeah and there's like a big clump of them in the middle yeah you know, and there's like the one in the front and there's the one way back or whatever. and they're like the leaders in the back because he's watching yeah. right yeah, he's watching everyone. there, like, and the old ones are in the front, so like mm-hmm. everyone can like protect them or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, well, you know, <laughs> it's that's just, like entirely made up.
1: It's a good, it's a good strategy though. Is something I learned this is that you, you when you are going for a hike, you put the slow people yeah. first, yeah, uh, because yeah. that way they don't get left behind, and they don't straggle, yeah. and then you're not waiting yeah. for them, and so you can kind of push those people, you know, you can push them forward. Otherwise, yeah, you get absolutely. a bottleneck. So it's a, it's yeah, a good yeah. philosophy in, in that respect. So if you're ever on a hike, put the slow people first. Yeah. It should be like this. These wolves represent a good, <laughs> a good way to go on a hike with your friends, you know, but they got
2: the, they got the old guy plowing through all the snow. Like, I don't think so, man.
0: Well, and part of the point you were making in one video is that the concept of these types of wolves in the relationship to each other is they're, they're kind and supportive to each other because they're related to each other the same way that you yeah. be kind and supportive to your brother or your father.
2: The, the alpha attitudes or whatever of like discipline or like keeping the others in line is like not a trait that you should have towards others. It's like a trait a father has to like discipline a child, you know, Mm -hmm. it's, it's not the way you treat other human beings who are like the same age or younger or adults. It's not the way you treat adults. You don't treat adults like children um, unless they act like it, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, and and a lot of this sounds like, you know, astrology, like, are you an Aquarius with Scorpio Uh, rising or? Yeah,
2: it's the male version of astrology. Like they just, they've created this uh, imaginary hierarchy and placed themselves at the top so that they can, I don't know, jerk themselves off about it, I guess. Uh,
0: And I have like guys, uh, you know, that are hot for me and they're like, you're such an alpha male.
2: I get those all the time. (laughs) I get those all the time, and I'm
0: like, man, it's like you know, get that nonsense out of your mouth, you know? Because it's like it's just
2: because you're jacked. Like they don't know you that well. Oh, they know me pretty well. Okay, I am bossy, but but I want
0: to have a cooperative relationship, you know. So I'm like, yeah, (laughs) we're gonna do this, right? (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) You're gonna grow big, right? Because if you think about the name of the show, like "Let's Grow Big Together," it is a command. It's not "Would yeah, you like to true. grow big together?" Um, should I grow big? Would you like to do it together? It's a, it's a, it's, it's a command on somebody else. So yeah,
2: it's an Maybe, alpha shit. Yeah, may,
0: for sure. Yeah, <laughs> alpha fuck, man.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe sigma. I don't know. Sigma's up there. I
0: think. What's a, what's a sigma male? So we know what a beta I, male. Th- yeah, I think. Yeah. Uh
2: huh. Yeah, I think what you're going off earlier where it's like just treating other people like as like totally disposable. I think that's like like the Sigma males or at least the videos I see on Sigma males is like that kind of thing. But I think the official definition by them is that. It's like an alpha. You command the room, but it's like more mysterious, and it's like through your presence and not so much like confrontational as an alpha.
0: <laughs> so, so you're like kind of like James Dean or uh, Donald yeah. Trump. <laughs>
2: yeah, it'd be like like a yeah, like a John Wick kind of character. You know, okay. like people just know you're a bad dude. You don't have to say anything. <laughs>
0: It's like a Pee-wee and Pee-wee's Big Adventure. I'm a rebel, (laughs)
1: Dottie.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So the uh, the the definition of the Sigma male says he's cunning, self-confident, overly confident, very Um, charismatic, and calculated, like a Scorpio. You can't trust
2: like him. a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah.
0: He will he'll will sting <laughs> you when he when you don't least expect it.
2: Ooh. So
0: that's stigma the Leo. that's a stigma. There's the Delta who's resigned, oh. resentful, self-sabotaging and lonely.
2: Dang, that's just like me for real.
0: That's you. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> What's the Omega male? Is that, is somebody who's like, uh, a, he's a loner. He's a, he's a rebel. He's, he like, he's comfortable being in
2: themselves? Maybe that's what that is. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm getting my males mixed up. So the Omega I I male is be.
0: self-assured, driven, intelligent, has very diversified interests and is okay with not following the pack. Ah, <laughs> The gamma male is uh is like the Hulk overexposed to gamma
2: radiation. Gamma radiation,
0: <laughs> kids out there, stay away from nuclear radiation. It's not going to build muscle.
2: Dude, so how many new types of males have we unlocked here? Like this one, I never even heard of. Well, and I, my favorite kind of male is the lambda male.
0: Uh, a scene oh. in the movie uh, Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs>
2: The lambda male.
0: The lambda male. I just made that one up. And it's, uh, it's somebody who is comfortable with uh, homosexual or <laughs> transgender or queer environments and, you know, sometimes is uh, okay with being mistaken for one because it means they're cool.
1: Yeah. Oh, I see, I see. <laughs> because <what> lambda <laughs> use is used as a symbol for queer people, the lambda symbol. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I guess okay. in the, historically yeah, the,
0: the lambda uh, was a symbol for gay men because it was uh, the symbol for a candle flame, so it was dynamic. Ah. And so then when uh, in the history of gay rights in the 1940s and 50s possibly, uh, the lambda became a secret code, like, are you, you know – like a f- quick, like a flame, you know, because hmm. ah. they were, you know, flickering like a flame. Right. And so, uh, it became a symbol of gay resistance. And then the movie, the revenge of the nerds, they, the, the, uh, most of the nerds were heterosexual, but there were a few that are actually openly gay characters in the movie. And so they were rejected by all the traditional Greek fraternities And they were accepted into the black fraternity, which at the time was called Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. (laughs) And uh, the the jocks at the school didn't like that they were doing well and they were getting all the girls. So there's a scene where the football player is sitting in the locker room with the the hunk from uh, Married with Children. And they're so mad about Lambda Lambda fraternity. He's sitting there. He's like, "Are we going to let these nerds get away with it? With you know, stealing our women and winning this contest?" <laughs> and the and the uh, football player sits there and goes, "Nerds!" <laughs> <laughs> and it's hilarious. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: I don't know where you can watch it. Now. And that, I guess it became a, like a franchise.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And they were like, uh, there was like
0: Revenge of the Nerds, Revenge of the Nerds goes to Miami, Revenge of the Nerds goes to Hawaii, (laughs) Revenge of the Nerds in Space, Baby (laughs) Revenge of the Nerds.
1: Oh, man. You know, the the nerds won. Nerd culture is big.
0: Yeah. Like, you can't, the movies. They really did lately. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess we're all kind of nerds now. You know, nerds for muscle.
2: (laughs) I mean, yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, you I feel know, like the, the nerds took a really a big W in the last few years. I think, I think like, you know, you can watch anime now and it's not like you get made fun of it. And like now you're one of the cool guys.
0: Well, like I, I used to think like, God, it's so expensive to buy comic books, you know? So I, I would go into comic book stores and read them.
2: <laughs> yeah. Read them there. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, and the, you know, the comic book guy there's like, if you're not going to buy it, don't be reading it.
1: I like the Simpsons, dude. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm totally. Like, <laughs> all, the comic book guys are the same everywhere in the world. Yeah. Yeah. They're the same person. Oh, <laughs> it's just like the same guy just generated the, mm-hmm. again and again.
0: Well, and sometimes, you know, like gym owners are kind of people who like, they can't have jobs because they don't have the skill sets to relate to people. <laughs> and so yeah, fair. they're kind of like comic fair. book guy. They're like, if you don't re-wreck your weights, your membership will be terminated.
2: Oh man, I love going to private gyms and they have like the really passive aggressive, like signs everywhere about like rewracking your weights or like etiquette things. I I think it's so funny.
0: Well, I I don't know if you guys have uh, ever
2: experienced that. Oh yeah, there's there's
0: a a gym that we went to that organizes the bodybuilding competitions here in Chicago. Um, I hope I don't get in trouble for saying this, but it's USA Gym in, uh, in Bridgeview, Illinois. If you ever been, if you're ever in Chicago, definitely it's worth paying a visit. And it has all these signs that are like the best sound at the gym is the sound of you shutting the fuck up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it has all sorts nice. of inspirational quotes. And some of them are kind of like weird, yeah. weird conservative stuff. And you're just like, really? Yeah. I just, I yeah. just want to lift. The Sigma grind set stuff. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. huge in gym culture. <laughs>
0: And I guess, you know, you know, in terms of you're like critiquing these kind of people or poking fun of them, it got pretty serious. Like somebody kind of threatened you and said, you, you may have all these muscles, but it won't stop a bullet.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, you, if a post goes viral, there's always somebody like that. It's either an MMA guy talking about how I can't help you fight or uh, or somebody talking about how you can't. Yeah, you can't stop bullets. And it blows my mind every time because I've wasted 10 years trying to become bulletproof. <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> Only one way to find out. I don't know. I, only one way to find out, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. 50 Cent was pretty jacked. You got shot nine times, I right?
0: well,
1: think. You know, well, you know. you They yeah. say some of these people, like, you know, heavier people, they're like, oh, the the fat or her, her boob implants saved her life for being shot. So I'm sure yeah. getting muscle probably does help if you do get shot somehow.
2: Yeah, it'll probably help. I mean, it's better than having no muscle and getting shot. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Even I mean, if you die, you die jacked. <laughs>
1: yeah leave a jacked body behind <laughs>
2: leave a
0: beautiful
1: corpse. <laughs>
0: yeah exactly well i'm sure you followed everybody followed the story uh, andrew tate he's a reality tv star uh a cage fighter i guess what well, he was i
1: think so yeah he's yeah. a kickboxer i think a kickboxer yeah. mm-hmm.
0: Champion. and yeah. I, I can't believe this is true of the story but i guess he is also has been arrested for child trafficking for sex with minors yeah, I think and stuff it's like
2: that. Human trafficking. I don't know if there's anything with minors or if it's just a um, woman. Cause he had a cam, uh, mm-hmm. like a webcam model business or something. Mm-hmm. I think that's how he made his money. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, there's some shady stuff going on for sure. But
0: and so I so keep name, hearing uh-huh.
2: random things.
0: <laughs> so, so the name of the, of the, he was living in uh, what country?
1: Romania, Romania, Romania.
0: Romania. And yeah. the name of the agency, the government agency that was following him and arrested him was named Greta? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I think so, actually. I think and I right. guess
0: he thought it was Greta Thunberg, the climate activist girl.
2: Is that how that all... And yeah. so he started no, picking actually, fights with her. Oh, maybe that is how it goes. I don't know. And then, I think he, he, just uh, picked...
0: and then he put a video yeah. up on the internet and where he was like eating pizzas, and the, the pizza yeah. parlor that that was there was the only that's how they were I able think to think the find author
1: him. of that came up and said yeah. that they
0: and they just that, that yeah or something right and I guess it was later disproven but everybody for a while thought that he had basically, you know, given the authorities his location by making a video to grade a Thunberg. Yeah. And I guess like uh then you know she she didn't hold back and she was just let him have it, you know
2: yeah yeah. (laughs) it's so funny i don't know how much of that stuff is real yeah i I, I don't uh, know i like try to keep up with it because i like i want to know what happens with that yeah but uh i yeah i have no idea what to think about it like obviously i'm not an andrew tate fan um i like a part of me hopes it's true but a part of me hopes it's not because like human trafficking is not cool i don't i don't hope anybody does that but
0: yeah um, like like sexual slavery
2: not hot Yeah, like that's not in right now, man. Like,
0: (laughs) you got to make a video like that. Like, you're like, look at the camera and be like, 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 like polluting the environment and like
2: sexual slavery. It's so not hot. (laughs) It's not hot right now. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Honestly, whenever I meet somebody in the gym, I'm so, I'm always like hesitant because I, like, if I meet a guy in the gym, I know. That there's a chance they're an Andrew Tate stand, and oh, it's it's just uh, yeah. uh, Every time, actually, somebody I met last week, two weeks ago, unironically brought him into conversation one time, and I was I was shook. Well, it's not like
0: Andrew Tate has like a a good physique,
2: anyways. No, yeah, he's just a guy who seems to not like women that much.
0: Well, you know, as, as somebody who, you know, you're ridiculously good looking, you're got a jacked body. You got, a, you know, that woman who you're with is, is a lucky lady. Uh, <laughs> she goes, thank you, Jesus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Every time she gives you a kiss, uh, you know, in terms of, of like winning women over or being like a supportive man, as a heterosexual man in the gym, like, do you have any kind of advice yeah. to people like, How do you relate to women at the gym and not be this horrible, toxic, awful person?
2: Dude, I I, honestly, I don't know, because like, I feel like if you just see women as people, it's pretty easy. You know, like they're not an object. Like they're not a robot. There's no playbook. There's Mm -hmm. there's no rules. There's no like certain code that you can crack to get women or whatever. It's quite literally like, at least what's worked for me is I just be myself and be honest with myself and be honest with my partner or my friends or, you know, girls, whoever it is. And that, I guess that attracts people. Like I've never, I've never been lonely in my adult life. You know, like I just treat people like people and people seem to like that, I guess, like women like that. So I mean, it's worked fine for me. It is weird, like, as, as I
0: put on more muscle and I had a beard, and, you know, and a lot of the straight guys will say, "Is like, I, I grew this muscle hoping to get girls, and all I got was attention from other men.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Like, the muscles doesn't help at all.
0: <laughs> but when you're gay, I'm like, hey, baby, bring it on. Bring on the noise. Yeah. Bring in the funk. Bring in the muscle.
2: That's what I always always say. I wish I wish I could choose to be gay. You know, I wish it was a choice because my life would be so much easier. You know, i would be getting (laughs) flown around, guys. I'll be getting flown around the world right now. Do you get a lot of offers for that? Uh, Yeah, I've had people in the DMs, you know, offering for flights and visits and things like that. But. Obviously, it's not up my alley.
0: I'll tell you, if you get offered to flown to Dubai, I say take it.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: That's the thing is, like, you, you always know
0: that the the ones that are sex workers or because they're being flown to Dubai for muscle they're worship. Yeah,
1: I mean, you know, Arnold, they got the money to pay for it.
0: Yeah, Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone started their careers as bodybuilders who are being paid by rich men to do muscle worship opposing sessions
2: yeah i i could see that
0: don't knock it till you try it
2: <laughs> Yeah, there's big money in there i've had some people some other guys like
1: be like oh you should consider this i'm like man i don't know <laughs> and it's a side hustle i think for the most part right it's not yeah yeah
0: it's like all the guys that i know who have only fans they're all broke You know, like
1: (laughs) some people say they make money, but
0: I mean, they're, they're good looking. They have great bodies and stuff like that, but they're always like, anytime I'm like talking to them, they're like, Hey man, let's collaborate, you know, which is code for basically like, you know, I want you to fuck me and we'll film it yeah, and then, and hopefully it won't look like, you know, like national geographic animals having sex, you know, And then they put it up on their OnlyFans and make money, you know, in that way. And I, so I yeah. said to a friend of mine, I was like, well, I'm, are you going to like share the revenue or, you know, can I have the video so I can use it myself? And he was like, no.
1: Usually when they collaborate, oh. if you have your own OnlyFans, they'll let, you, they'll, they'll let you use it too. You both post it.
0: People want me to start one, though. Should I start one, Carter.
2: Man, I don't know.
1: I feel like you should build a following first and like be become
2: Oh my god, the shade. More, cre- yeah, create more demand and then you can re- then when you do start an only fans you can you can price it up quite a bit, you know.
0: So I have to have like at least, you know, 35k followers on Instagram
2: before I do. That. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Then you have more customers, you have more loyal customers. You have higher demand. There's more mystery around what's what's going to be in
0: there. You know, what's my dick look like?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> it was like what kind of things I like to do in bed. You know, <laughs> and, and you know, and, yeah. and part of that is like you know. Listen, we uh, anabolic steroids and the food and all that shit ain't cheap.
2: No, not at all. The chicken man. I've honestly started drinking. Like most of my proteins coming from whey now. Like really, a, a meat is too expensive yeah uh, i mean if I, you can handle it yeah. then it's chill but i mean most people they
1: get their guts like explode <laughs> after, well, like I, two scoops i heard the price of food has gotten really expensive especially up in northern canada yeah yeah how much is, like, the, a, how much is a dozen s- eggs up there you do call them eggs right i, I don't <laughs> even i haven't bought eggs
2: in a while because they were expensive so yeah i, I have no idea I know that chicken breast is like more than seven dollars a breast right now. So oh my just, god! Yeah, I just stopped buying it. How much is that in American in real money? Uh, that'd be more. Uh, yeah, that'd be like five dollars American. Okay, you're so bad. More than five dollars USD. No, I mean I, feel, I, feel,
0: I do feel guilty because like in Chicago, like I just bought chicken breast for a dollar ninety
2: nine
0: in U.S. dollars. Yeah.
2: Oh wow, a pound,
0: not kilos. A pound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, like translating that to well, right? I, you're pretty far
1: yeah, it's North. Cheaper than here for sure. is is caribou is reindeer is that on the diet plan is you, uh, is that something you guys eat up there <sighs> no
2: no no I don't think they're actually they're not really farms too much like you got
1: some elk farms but mm-hmm. uh no, nothing like the the production of beef and chicken you mm-hmm. know because people like Saskatchewan's known for their cattle industry too right yeah yeah like Alberta's big on beef Saskatchewan's big on uh
2: you know grain and beef and Whatever. Saskatchewan's mm-hmm. just all farmland, you know?
0: Well, you know. alberta has got
2: all the cattle. We had a mm-hmm.
0: friend of ours. Uh, he was not a bodybuilder, but he, I guess he was involved in cattle raising. And every now and then we would buy like two pounds of ground organic meat from him. And it yeah. was like, you know, $10. Like it was ridiculously like an expensive amount of money for all this meat. And he got out of the business, yeah. but it was like you know, like I know some guys that they'll buy a whole cow, get it cut up, and put it in the freezer in their garage.
2: Oh yeah, I used to, when I was a kid, I did 4-H, so I raised a cow from like calf, Aww. giving it feed every day and whatever, teaching it how to like halter breaking it, you know, teaching it how to walk around. And um, what happened to that cow? And- <laughs> Yeah. See, that's the sad part. <laughs> uh, yeah. So you auction them all off, and then uh, they're sent to the slaughterhouse, which is so sad.
0: Well, you know the his, the story of Milo of Croton. He's yeah. the inventor of progressive overload. I, I, I guess yeah. according to the Greeks, He's carrying the
2: calf up the hill. He was day. carrying
0: a, a, a little baby cow every day, and as the cow grew, he grew in size, and he was like a big muscular giant man. Yeah that everybody yeah. admired. And uh, one day he took the cow into the town square and cut the throat, killed the cow and ate it. And Dang, I didn't know
2: the last part of the story. Oh, this
0: is not, this is <laughs> the best part of the story. So he, he had a big head on, he was like Andrew Tate, you know, of his yeah. day. And he was like, he would punch trees. He would chop down trees by punching them. And I guess, you know, it's documented according to, uh, you know, Greco-Roman records that he actually did exist and that like Hercules and all these other, you know, mythological stories are based on him. So the way he died is he had a big old ego and he's like, hey, I'm going to chop down this tree, this old tree by punching it. And his fist got stuck in the tree. Oh, and so the townspeople were like, "Well, let me go get, go back home and grab a saw to free you." And the sun started going down, and the wolves came and ate him.
1: He couldn't fight oh, off the wolves.
0: Well, because his his arm was stuck in the tree. He
1: had another arm. He so had <laughs> Yeah,
2: it's kind of beta, man. Just dying from yeah, wolves. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, Dude, a Rascal did a did a design on him. Yeah, Progressive Overload. Yeah, yeah, was, yeah. Milo, Milo, yeah. pushing the carrying the cow. Yeah, he died.
0: In, <laughs> I would, it wouldn't sell as well if it was the, uh, him. You know, having his fist stuck in a tree with he's his body yeah, being be ravaged by, by wolves. wolves.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna put that in the in the new design uh, concepts for you guys.
0: I mean, those are fun T shirts and designs, and and I love that they they really embrace like bright colors.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, for Rascal, like it's all about uh, like, it's like a counterculture almost to the current, like lifting lifestyle trends, like all the black and grays. And so it's colors and designs and it's not minimalist and it's, you know, they're inclusive and they're, you know, it's, I love it for that.
0: And just to be clear, the model does not come with the merchandise.
1: The model does not come with the merch, unfortunately. Unfortunately. You have to order that separately. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. It's a sliding scale though. Plane tickets to Dubai.
2: (laughs) Yeah. Not cheap. Yeah. I was going to
0: say. Remember, I, I would like to have steak when I'm in Dubai, not whey protein and stuff. Yeah. Uh, What's your thoughts on the controversy of drinking raw eggs? So we, we saw, you know, the movie Rocky, which grossed people out in the seventies, Sylvester Stallone drinking raw eggs. It cracked into orange juice. And I guess oh, you know, like yeah. for me, I enjoy having raw eggs and get and, and egg whites in my smoothies because it helps to bring up yeah. the protein. But I guess that there's a controversy is that um, it reduces biotin in your body.
2: Yeah, it's not bioavailable. So it, uh, yeah, apparently it's the effectiveness, like the protein that you actually get out of it, is much less than if you cooked it. So couldn't you cook um, it
0: and then puree it into sure. a smoothie?
2: Ugh. Yeah. 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 I feel like that'd be gross. Though, Is you that know? like the
1: final word like, on that? Cause I feel like I've gotten a lot of uh, like different kind of information. People are just like, yeah, it's fine. And then other people are like, no, you have to cook it for it to be available. Yeah. I don't,
2: I don't know. Like I think it, it makes sense, but I, I would look into it more honestly. And even if it, you don't get all the protein, I mean, you're still getting some of it. So in probably more than half.
0: Well, like uh, Derek for more plates, more dates. Um, he, he, um, drinks,
1: good <laughs> there, thank you.
0: uh, he, um, said, uh, so he's attributed to saying that he, that drinking egg whites is not a good idea, but he has a video where he advocates for it. And he says, yeah, yeah. he it. had an old video.
2: Huh. Yeah. Yeah. To mix it with like chocolate milk or something or like, a
0: to so mix it, it with a uh, sugar-free chocolate mix. syrup. And so you have it basically yeah. like a chocolate milk kind of high protein, rich, you know,
2: yeah. Yeah. And then he did a video like later and was like talking about how, you know, he updated it and said like, he used to do this, but now he's not because X, Y, Z. Yeah. Eggs, biotin, whatever.
0: <laughs> so, so what's your feeling about eggs? Like generally speaking, cause like I, I, at one time had an old bodybuilder come up to me at the gym and I was lifting at like two in the morning. At one of those 24 hour gyms, he's like, man, you want to get games, you go to, go to, you know, Costco a warehouse, you know, and you get yourself a couple of tray of eggs and you just eat those eggs any way you can. You can even eat them raw. Yeah.
2: Just swallow yeah, I, it. Just eat those eggs. Man, I don't eat a lot of eggs. I, I used to eat a lot of egg whites in like smoothies and stuff. Like I yeah. used to try and make like a chocolate smoothie. It was never good. Yeah. Um, but now I, I've turned away from eggs almost entirely. I have a couple eggs every now and then, probably have like two eggs a week, honestly. Wow. This morning I had five, though. That what, was a lie. This morning I had five.
1: What's your, bref- <laughs> what's your breakfast usually like if you don't start off with eggs? Uh, honestly, my breakfast is like whey
2: protein and rice or, or uh, oatmeal or a cereal. So it's mm-hmm. like I try to get like a lot of carbs and then about 40, 50 grams of protein. And then I try to minimize fat too. But if I put any, you know, butter or peanut butter or anything on toast or it it gets, it gets up there. It's so hard to avoid fat. I don't know about you guys, but fat is like, I love fat.
0: No, oh, I, I do too. Yeah. Big
2: you. fat guy. Honestly. <laughs>
0: well,
1: there's, do you like a, lot, there's a lot of fat in a lot of stuff, you know, yogurt, which yeah. you like is fat cheese. I well, love. you can
0: get uh, a low fat Greek yogurt. It's a little bit mm. more pricier, but, uh, you know, having the membership to those like, uh, costs, I don't know if you have that in Canada, Costco, yeah, in Costco. man, yeah. that's like, you know, it's a Republican's, uh, wet dream because they can buy their food in bulk and put it in their, in their storage lockers or freezers. And so it makes them feel safe. You know, a lot of people with that regressive mindset yeah. are very fearful and so yeah. they anything yeah, they're worried about the dreams. like apocalypse happening. And so they load up stuff, you know. But for someone like you or yeah. me, like, you know, I can get twice the amount of zero non-fat Greek yogurt, which is high in protein, and and has is completely fat-free for double the amount that I would pay at the normal grocery store. Yeah. And I guess the the yeah. the understanding is that Costco makes their money from the membership fee that you pay and not necessarily like the food they sell you. So you're buying yeah, it at yeah, price,
2: so. you know? Yeah. Do, do you know that, that Costco, the hot dog thing, the hot dog story? That's no. From. What happened? No, uh, the guy, the guy who like made the dollar 50 hot dog or whatever. Um, somebody challenged him like one of the other like you know up there guys at Costco were like we're losing money on the hot dogs like we got to raise the price of the hot dogs and there's like a quote from like the Costco guy and it's like if you raise the price of the fucking hot dog I will kill you <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so that's why the hot dog is still 150 for a hot dog and a pop or whatever takes an alpha male sometimes yeah <laughs>
0: bro that is yeah. such an alpha male thing to do man <laughs>
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm curious but, to know about
0: your thoughts on uh, Viagra to get a pump at the gym.
2: Uh, I've, yeah. I've never done anything like the Viagra, or the Cialis to, uh, to get a pump. So I've never even tried anything like that. So I have no idea. I can't really weigh in there. I know a lot of bodybuilders use Cialis for pumps and use uh, blood pressure management too, but it's not something I've had to try.
0: Yeah. Like I tried it and I, I just had this <laughs> annoying boner you Know,
2: <laughs> I just had a boner the whole time, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which
2: came in handy later in the locker room, yeah, boy. but not during lifting yeah, the, yeah. the
0: the things and stuff. You know,
2: it'll be in the background of one of those videos, and they'll be like zooming in on your face and be like, This guy's creeping on me. He also has a huge boner right now. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it, listen, if you get a boner at the gym, just lift weights with it,
1: yeah, I guess. Yeah, it's a muscle, right? Yeah. And well. What- it's not i mean it, it's connective tissue
0: it. yeah it's actually not yeah, a muscle
1: right. tissue and connective tissue and uh, i think there's it's some spongy muscles spongy that kind of like hold it in place down below your kegel muscles yeah, yeah. so if you yeah, do like you move um, it up and down what's yeah. your
0: what's your thoughts on
2: uh hip thrusts
1: oh i do them every every leg day
2: now love
0: i'd love to see a video of that one
2: <laughs> yeah, it's, it hasn't been on the ground yet, but uh, I should do that. Yeah, I use like uh, the glute drive all the time with the you know those machines the with what? the belt
1: and you stack the plate. It's called a glute drive, I think. Uh, you and know, it's we just don't have, a hip I, thrust machine. I haven't seen any here in the Chicago area. Have There's you? there is one, no. and,
0: and it's always broken. And the seat Weird. belt that they have it is like I, I, I'm a big bel- a, a big fan of just putting a um, a squat Barbell pad, pad. Uh, on a Smith machine and just using a um, yeah. a bench, and that works best for me. You know, yeah.
2: I hate loading up the bar. I don't know what it is, but just getting a bar and then getting a bench. And then I just hate it. So I just, the glue drive, every time I see one of those in a gym, I'm happy.
0: Well, the, the Smith machine allows you to have the bar not touching the ground and it keeps it on a track. Yeah. The and problem you with you are it. doing the hip thrust is that it, the bar tends to roll off your thighs and, you yeah. know, and, and, and you know, part of it is like, I think in terms of the movement, you kind of want to like, when you, when you're basically fucking, it's fucking, you know, you're,
2: yeah, you're <laughs> thrusting,
0: you're thrusting, <laughs> right. And you know, your body is built to do that motion. And you know, that's how, why we're all here. Right. And in sure. terms of that motion, it's good when you thrust up to hold it for just a second or two. And, yeah. you know, but I'm who am I to talk? Well, you know, I'm talking to you who is legendary for your legs, you
2: know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's what I've been doing. I've been trying to bring up my glutes and hamstrings. Cause obviously my quads are, totally dominant they just look better than everything else but yeah i've been doing a lot of that and it's a lot of you know pause at the top and then slow eccentric and just working through that and i've been loving it lately like i get crazy glute and pumps still feeling my quads obviously i don't know why
0: yeah and in terms of like um that type of training do you pre-exhaust your uh quads and glutes and, and yeah so i do squats
2: before I do do, uh, heavy squats before.
0: So you're you're starting your leg workout with squats. You're not doing like leg extension and leg curls beforehand.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I always squat first.
0: Okay. Well, because also it's, it's where you want to put all your energy and investment
2: in. Yeah. It's just the most exhausting part of the workout. So it's, you know, I don't want to, you know, it's the most dangerous part of the workout too. So if I do leg extensions first, I'm tired and the form breaks down under squats. It's probably bad. Yeah.
0: I remember in college one time I was, uh, there was this guy, he was a little, he was definitely ego lifting and, and he threw out his back and he was not, I never saw him at the gym anymore, you know? And I saw him like a year later and he was like really, really injured from that time. And, you know, and, and we were spotting him, you know, there was two guys on each side and, and I was behind him and I, and he didn't wear a belt and he was lifting way too heavy. And, you know, in terms of like balancing the fear versus the need to go up in weight, how do you like yeah. strike that balance for yourself?
2: Honestly, I find it easier with my other lifts. Like I'm, I'm pretty conservative with the the weights that I use. Like I'm always doing stuff in like a six rep range or higher. Um, I almost never one rep anything, but with squats, it's kind of a different story because I, I find it so exciting. Um, but every time I do go up to the bar, I am like terrified. Like I'm genuinely afraid. (laughs) Um, but it, it helps to try and convince myself that that's like good anxiety, you know, like you stress, it's getting me ready to lift the weights. Um, but if, if anything feels off in my warmups, it's, it's, it doesn't happen. I won't, I won't go heavy. I just, I'm way too, I'm too concerned with, uh, staying injury free to even bother.
0: Have you ever gotten injured?
2: Uh, no, not really. I, I actually, my hip has been sort of bothering me to the point where I won't do one reps or anything with squats. Um, and I won't push it too hard. So I've been focusing more on the, the, the glute drive, the hip thrust. Um, but yeah, this is probably the, the injury that has slowed my progress the most ever probably. I mean, I did uh, have like a SI strain in it was probably 2016 or 17. And that kept me away from squatting for a month or two. Uh, and then never again after that until recently. So I stayed injury free totally.
0: Well, you know, Mark says that uh, there's a lot of cultural emphasis on sports that utilize your legs in Canada, especially hockey. Mm-hmm.
1: Canadians always yeah. have the best butts in the world.
0: Yeah. Yeah, those
1: hockey. As yeah, a nation, you have a Canadian butts. Are the we best. salute your <laughs> <Canadian> glutes. <butts. laughs> Well, I think it's that that position you're in. I think when you're playing hockey, right, you're kind of like crouched over. You 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 you're, you know you're using your butt to move around on that ice, and it just it just builds a yeah. great big giant ass. Yeah, yeah. You're generating all your force out of your glutes mm-hmm. and hams and quads all the time, skating.
0: Well, and part of that is you know in the United States, like a lot of schools have gotten rid of you know cooperative games or physical fitness or working out or. Um, you know, just a lot of Americans and don't Maki have is access. an expensive
1: game to Yeah, have the ice and you have to have the uniforms and all that kind of stuff. So it's not something, you yeah. know, it's, it's cheap,
0: but you guys have a mindset of socialized healthcare, but also yeah. investing into your communities and your schools and stuff like that. And yeah,
2: we have a little more social support out here, I think in the States.
0: And, you know, as a consequence of that, you have great butts, you know, I cannot there lie. You Canadians will try to deny but so when a hockey player comes in with, <laughs> I don't know if you don't know, realize what I'm referencing here.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what okay. you're referencing. I'm trying to think of the next lyric. Yeah,
0: <laughs> But, uh, you know, it, it, so in terms of like that leg development, you know, training your body at a younger age is great because you have all that growth hormone and the testosterone in your body. Yeah, and you know, for me, it's like I'm somebody who's made a lot of, more progress later in my life when my I'm more depleted of those chemicals in my body. Yeah, and you know, in terms of like training and and coaching with people, I always tell like sometimes it's it's good to train with somebody who you know is a salty dog, you know, and uh or a mountain dog, uh, rest his soul. Um, yeah, you know, somebody who Rick. uh who sort of like had the highs and lows of their careers and had to build the muscle later in life without the benefit of being young.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, um, value in that, honestly, because to like, I, I won't be able to relate to somebody who's, you know, pushing 50 or 40, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know what that's like yet and it's going to come with its own challenges that I just, I'm not equipped for, I guess.
1: It's not that hard. (laughs) <laughs> you get used to it. You know, that's the great thing about living is you get experience. And so every day you get more and more experience. So by the time you turn 40 and 50, you can handle what life's got to throw at you. But
0: I think that like the value yeah. of, of bodybuilding and weightlifting, even for people who are not going to be pursuing it as a career or a competition is, is the idea that small little changes throughout the course of time can compound together to create yeah. a big change.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I think I honestly think like weight uh, weightlifting should be something that's more, um, I guess, mainstream. And, and it is, and it has become more mainstream, which is good. I think it. I think just there's value in it for everybody, especially aging populations. Like I think maintaining that bone density and and that muscle is just like huge, huge for the elderly as well. Like,
0: well, like a lot of this rich royalty in Dubai, you know, they they all. Uh they get they get stem cell treatments, so it's just like Kim oh. Kardashian uh, gets her blood withdrawn and the, gets the uh, the good stuff of the blood injected into her face. Yeah, the
2: CTC, what is it? it? Was plasma rich mm-hmm. PRP? So, plasma so a rich, lot of these guys
0: yeah. uh, they donate blood to these stem cell clinics, and then the stem cell clinics uh, cultivate the stem cell from the blood and inject it back into their bodies. So over the course of like six months. It tends to rejuvenate and heal you,
1: but it's Wild. you know the,
0: the the if you're going to go get it done like in Brazil or or Mexico or Turkey, uh, the price tag for something like that is between like six and ten thousand dollars, and you don't want to Eef. cheap out on it.
2: <laughs> yeah, the, no, that might be bad. <laughs> you
0: know, like we've heard stories of like guys who've gotten hair transplants, and uh, yeah. you know because they're on anabolic steroids, and your hair gets all fucked up. I don't know if you've noticed yeah. or
2: no, my hair has been great. Actually. It's, it's, it's nice. It's like I, all
0: the guys I know that are on a lot of gear. um, You can just see that their hair gets uh wooly,
2: you know? Yeah. Maybe I'm not in enough yet. I should up the dose guys.
0: Well, this is the thing like, I had a question like, you know, and maybe this is not like a question anyone can answer, but like, if I said to you like, Hey, I'm going to give you the perfect body, but you know, it is going to be like the monkey's paw it's going to take away the yeah. beauty in your face and make your hair look fucked up.
1: <laughs>
2: mm. Yeah, that's tough. <laughs> Honestly, that was like my biggest concern when I started. So I don't know if I'd take that deal. Like maybe now I'm more concerned. I'm less concerned with the way that I look and more concerned with just like I have ambition in bodybuilding. <laughs> you it's always good to take hat. that deal. Just wear a hat. Yeah. Like I can, you know, shave and wear a hat or a toque or whatever.
0: Well, I really uh, love the, uh, the circus strongman mustache that you have.
2: Yeah, I feel like it like if I went bald it'd kind of work well. Like I, I thought I, could, I considered shaving my head for Halloween and just leaning into that, but didn't get there. <laughs> what
0: was there ever a discussion about like cultivating your mustache into that waxed form? Like or you just one day you're just like, Hey, it's kind of like <laughs> One wrong. day I just
2: did it. Yeah. yeah, I was like I just like I started growing my mustache and I was like, man, it'd be funny to have like a handlebar mustache. And then, you know, once it was long enough, I just like forced it into, <laughs> into the little points at the end. And, uh, I don't know. I just, I felt like it worked or at least I liked it. It looks and, super uh, cool. I just, yeah, I just kept it. And now it's kind of like my thing. Now it's, now it's something I don't know if I can give up, you know, it's your brand. Yeah. Like I, I'm like, yeah. how many followers would I lose? You know, if I just shaved this mustache, <laughs> You can always grow up younger, though.
1: Or just yeah. get, or you know, you could just buy one of those from a costume shop and <laughs> yeah, <just laughs> throw it throw whatever, on at the start of every day. Whatever you want to wear it. Yeah. I think, you know, I think Eugene Sandow, who was the, uh, one of the big bodybuilders from like the 1800s, 1900s, yeah. he had a handlebar mustache. And I think that's kind of like where yeah. we get that classic strong man from the circus look is from. Yeah, from with him. the leaf on the crotch. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Have, yeah. Eugene. You, ever, have Eugene. you ever worked out with a leaf on your crotch? <laughs> no,
2: not yet. Uh, uh, that's that's in the works though. That that could be a good that, reel that, or something. That's a good reel. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe once I get shredded for this yes. competition, I'll consider yeah. the leave. Yeah.
0: Well, I would say you're. You know, you sent me some, uh, and we'll post the pictures here about you, sort of off season shirtless, because we don't get to see. You have a great yeah. body, and we don't get to see enough of it because you have this great clothing
2: <laughs> hiding yeah, it. Yeah, I know the clo- uh, it's too cool. Like the clothes are too cool. They they always shine my physique.
0: So. But you know you could be like uh, one time to. I hooked up with this guy and he was like really aroused and I had a really nice expensive t-shirt on and he just ripped it off my body. Oh. And, and I was like, "You motherfucker, <laughs> like, do you know how expensive this shirt is?" I kicked him out.
2: <laughs> Real.
0: Yeah, cuz I was like, if he's That's willing funny. to just rip off my shirt, what else what other crazy shit is he yeah. going to do, you know?
2: Yeah. What else will he rip off?
0: Yeah. I'm like, you're, you're, you're up to <laughs> trouble, you know?
2: <laughs> yeah. That's scary.
0: <laughs> and so I was like, Hey, keep your hands off my rascal apparel.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Screw you,
0: dude. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> it's just not cheap either. You know, that's not that cheap.
0: Well, they, that, I mean, that's, you know, yeah, they got to pay your bills. You know, you're, you're their fitness influencer model, <laughs> yeah. you know?
2: Yeah. Cause yeah, you're the only one
0: that they've working with right now. Right. Or. Other no, there's actually
2: lots of, there's lots of athletes right now. Actually. I just, um, they, when they started yeah. like an influencer program, they started with Jessica Bittner. I don't know if you guys know who that is. Um, but she's like a world, like a world champion powerlifter. And then me, and I was just some random kid who like started talking about like life on Instagram. I had like a thousand followers or something. And they were like, I just loved Rascal since I was like sixteen. So,
0: what, the, the the their their brand, the clothing, or are you talking about the TV show, The Little Rascals? With <laughs> the, Alpha? the brand, okay. yeah, yeah.
2: When I was like sixteen, I bought like my first shirt from Rascal Apparel because I I had followed Omar on YouTube for you know my whole life. He's basically so the guy who owns Rascal, Omar, he is the guy who I learned how to do a pull up from. You know, he's like an OG fitness YouTuber who I was like learning how to get jacked from, and Mm. and now he's like my boss. You know, or he's what's the somebody I can talk to? What's the
1: secret to a good pull up? You just kind of pull yourself up. (laughs) Yeah, you you basically pull yourself up. You know, (laughs) yeah,
2: I I don't know. I I remember the video so vividly, actually, like where he's explaining like to pull your shoulder blades down and tuck them back, and then and then pull the movement and feel your lats. Like I. Yeah, I don't know why that's such a vivid memory for me. I think it's because it's like my earliest memory of watching um, Omar, well, seeing Omar. It is
1: a fundamental exercise, right? Yeah, it's huge. Mm-hmm. I mean, I should probably do more of it, honestly. I'm so weak.
0: Well, that's part of it is like I tell a lot of the guys, and this is something I don't do enough myself, is is posing, flexing during and after yeah. your workout and even dedicating a day of the week to this posing It's about, you know, stimulating those muscles and your mind connection to target them effectively when you're at the gym, but also just sending the signal to the muscle, grow, grow, baby, grow, you know?
2: Yeah, yeah. I think it's super valuable to to pose. I wish I could pose more. Honestly, I if I go to the strength edge, I'm more comfortable posing, but there's no mirrors at that gym. Mm. And if I'm at Good Life, there's so many people, but there's mirrors, and so it's just it's you're in everybody's way, and there's people like yeah, it's a whole ordeal. I, I got to get my own posing space one of these days.
0: Do you feel comfortable just like turning to a random stranger and say, "Hey, man, would you like film me while I flex here at the gym?"
2: No, I've never done that actually. I don't know. It's a great pickup if line do
0: if you're trying to yeah.
2: if you have somebody uh, that you have a
0: crush on, you know, don't tell your girlfriend. Hey. But, yeah. <laughs>
2: you want to film me squat 500 pounds?
0: <laughs> They're like, only uh, if I can do it from the floor
2: perspective. Yeah, uh, underneath you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is a, a interesting thing that I saw on I think it was YouTube. A famous bodybuilder. I forgot his name, but his Smoothie is chicken breast. Hunter
2: Labrata? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you know already what I'm going to
2: say. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like a, a protein bar and some chicken breasts and shit. <laughs> it's, it's chicken like breasts
0: uh, cooked without any seasoning. And then he yeah. rinses them out to get the chicken taste off of it. Then he purees okay. it with water. And that, um, you know, lemonade, strawberry lemonade squirt stuff that you gather at the grocery store to put into soda water. Yuck. And that's it.
1: Yeah. Yuck. Uh, I mean, it's a <laughs> great sauce of por- protein. It probably digests really well because you, you know, it's all chewed up. Basically, yeah. so I think
0: Mark and I need to do yeah. A series like uh, t- TikTok it. videos of doing following Like ridiculous like
1: <laughs> Crazy body
2: shit Because
0: <laughs> we, we had a one video That went really well with our friend Adam uh, Jakubic He, we, we had um What was it called? Maca root powder
1: mm-hmm. and
0: we, <laughs> Which yeah. t- It tastes like ass and not in A good way <laughs> Okay, so, it, and then the, the bag says, it's like butterscotch. I'm like, yeah, Lies. If, if butterscotch tasted like ass and death, <laughs> yes. And, and so it's a Peruvian root, and I guess it's supposed to naturally increase your testosterone. And if you're juicing and you're coming off cycle, it also helps to balance your body. To do it, Mark, you're mm-hmm. a fan of
1: it, right? You're Macca. Yeah, was turned on to us because I also helps with yeah. endurance. It was told we ran into a, a uh, this person who worked at the vitamin shop, and she's just like she was a firm believer, and she called it Peruvian Viagra too. And I feel it's supposed to work on your endocrine system and stimulate that. Mm. So, it feeds it. Yeah. And so yeah. it stimulates that so you get those hormones out there. And I haven't been taking it in a while, but, I, you know, I do have some in the cupboard. I'm going to break it out today, I think. And have a little scoop. I'll have a little scoop. And then eat some ass.
0: No. <laughs> and be like, you know what? It does it taste like ass. <laughs> but, you no, know, yeah. And, and, and so we made this video and we're like, oh, my God, I'm dying, you know. Because it, it's just, it's just, your just, body is not prepared for it.
2: It's yeah. it's horrifying.
0: Yeah.
2: Man, that's there's some good content with stuff like that, you know, just fear factor type of shit.
0: Well, that's what we're we're going to go to the Arnold Fitness Expo in Columbus. I wish you were you were oh, coming.
2: I am gonna be there. I Get see out of here. What? <laughs> I'll be there with Bells of Steel, yeah.
0: You are? Oh yeah, my god, well yeah, we gotta yeah, hang at, out.
2: At bells of Steel booth, yeah. We cool.
0: have to hang out. So so we're gonna be going to the Arnold Fitness Expo. We'll go visit you at your booth.
2: Sweet.
0: In uh, Columbus, Ohio, get your pa- I hope your passport's ready.
2: Yeah, I think it's all valid, so we're good to go.
0: And um, and so the one thing I love is walking around there and looking at all the crazy shit that they're trying to sell us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there was a one that one of my favorite crazy shit that they had was a you know the hula chair that Ellen DeGeneres oh. used to laugh have on her show. Somebody made a hula oh, yeah, chair yeah. with weights on it.
1: Well, you're, you're on standing it. on it, right? And so it, you were it,
0: sitting in a, yeah, and you're moving around like a hula dancer, mm-hmm. but it had weight, so yeah. it was weighted the movement. You know? So it was
1: really hard. <laughs> Progressive your, overload. It was really hard on your core. It yeah. really got yeah, no you. Kidding. Like you, it was hard to do for a while, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I imagine if you <laughs> were somebody who was like a surfer or something like that, or you know, acrobat, it would probably be a lot easier. Yeah.
0: And then the other one was, uh, you know, like coffee pods to drink coffee. They had protein pods. Ooh, And it was the dumbest thing. It was just whey protein gimmicky. You know, let's let's pollute the environment some more. It was protein. (laughs) Yeah, let's add some
2: microplastics to your way.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So so uh, we put, yeah, it was it was a little pod about the size of a, you know, a tangerine. It was not a little one, you know. And, yeah. and you put it in the machine and in goes water and a little blender and out pops a serving of whey. And it was the dumbest okay. thing. I, I was just like, <laughs> I'm looking at this woman. I'm totally making fun of her product, you know? And she's just Dude. like, whatever. And then my favorite thing, we actually met a uh, bodybuilder, Thomas Terry, uh, who's game of swoles on Instagram. And he, back at that time he was a uh, relatively unknown, and the, we were at a, that, that, that bodybuilder who does a, um, he does a he cooking shows and he had a birthday cake flavored protein bars. Oh, it was delicious. Yeah. I'm mm. blanking on his name, but, um, and so
1: it tasted like vanilla.
0: <laughs> it, it was like, you know, like really, really flavorful, crunchy, delicious, yeah. low in carbs, high in protein, uh, protein uh, bars that tastes like birthday cake. And so I had like these bodybuilders, like feeding me the, their candy bars and, you know, in a very sexual way, <laughs> <laughs> unbeknownst to them, you know, they were like, cause they, you know, there's a lot of like, not uh, innocence, I think a lot of there, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, yeah. and, you know, at the, at the, I don't know if you've been, if this will be your first time there or
2: this will be my first time at like anything even remotely like it. So. Oh
0: my God. So this is so great. It's yeah, such a cool. non-sexual environment. With so many beautiful men and women and non-binary people there, you know? Yeah. That is the weirdest Um, thing, like being surrounded by like some of the most attractive people in the world. And they're all like, I feel like dying.
2: They're scantily clad and they're just (laughs) its like.
0: Oh, yeah. And you go to the meet and greet and you're like, oh, my God, it's the grapefruit guy, Kai Green. (laughs) It's the grapefruit
2: guy.
0: He's like, don't talk about the grapefruit. Yeah, I wonder how he, I don't
2: know, I wonder how he thinks about that. I don't know. He doesn't feel he, comfortable talking confronted.
0: about it, but, it, you know, you can Google it. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, because he's a little bit embarrassed about it. He's also frustrated because of, he's kind of a very eccentric person. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And he's come from very modest background. Like, I always tell oh, people. yeah, he was super
1: poor. Yeah. Well, for people that don't understand, what do you mean by grapefruit? What happened with the grapefruit?
0: So, he's a, in his younger days, you know, when he was about our size. Um before he you know, this mass monster, he made a living making sexual videos like OnlyFans before OnlyFans okay. existed, right? And his fame yeah. was whipping out his big dick and cutting a hole into a grapefruit and fucking it.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> and you know, and, and listen, uh if it floats your boat, you're not hurting anybody except a grapefruit. Yeah. And maybe the grapefruit likes <laughs> Tiger? It, yeah, and he I, I believe he's straight as well too. Hey, I, you know, know we're all serious. gay for muscle. You know, yeah. When it, the, <laughs> the lines get really blurred when you're tired, and you're, <laughs> you're like, oh, all right. When you need money, when you <laughs>
2: when, when there's the line money, it's really blurry. I and mean,
0: listen, I, you know, I, I've seen some of these uh, women bodybuilders, and I'm like, damn, I'm, I'm I'm you know DTF. You know, it's like I'm I'm not what they're yeah. wanting, but you know, I'm out of their league, but. Hey, you know, when it comes to muscle, build it, you know, and, and they will come It's C-U-M, you know, or, or C-O-M-E. I mean,
2: either or. <laughs>
0: Uh Carter, what's uh, what's uh, what's your, uh, on your, today we're taping this on a Sunday. Uh, what's your rest of the day going to look like for you?
2: Uh, i got to drive back to Calgary today, actually. I'm in Edmonton right now visiting Allie. Uh, so we, we uh, uh, had a visit yeah, we had a visit with her cousin who just had a baby, so they're, she's Aww. two weeks old, so she's very, very tiny, like, smaller than my little two-pound weight protein tub, like, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so we had a little visit, and her mom came up, and we visited with her mom yesterday, and today's just been a lazy day watching movies and stuff, but yeah, I gotta drive back, it's only three hours, I'll drive back, listen to a podcast or something. You knows. can listen to yourself. Dude, my guilty pleasure is listening to like um, live debates on TikTok. I just love live debates on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> <It's> so fun.
0: <laughs> what, 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 is, what is for people who are not familiar with that? What is that?
2: It's like it was, literally, it's like anybody that goes live and like has a debate topic, and then just has like people join and like try and debate. So like a lot of the like my favorite um, topics are like flat Earth. Because the, like watching flat
1: earthers get dunked on is so satisfying,
2: but do they, also, do they yeah. really
1: believe their own bullshit or are they just
2: they? Yeah, so it started out as trolling, but now people like genuinely believe. Like, believe yesterday or two days ago, there was a, a flat earth lady who just started bawling because like nobody was believing her and everyone was laughing at her, and like just started crying. And was like, I'm trying to help you guys. Like, I'm trying to see help you see the truth, and she was like so shook. Like, it's kind of sad when you think about it, how she's been like grifted into like this, this.
0: <laughs> well, I yeah. think the most famous, uh, like I think about like flat earth celebrities, and that's uh Tila tequila, <laughs> Sherry Shepard from the view. And there's not a lot of many. And I think somebody else was, uh, I think it was like Shaq was, <laughs> was thought the earth was flat. Or you know, it's people with not a lot of access to education, but they're sort of like
2: isolated. Yeah, you know,
0: like you know, even like bodybuilding. Uh
2: huh. It's yeah. Bodybuilding is like that, and a lot of bodybuilders don't have, you know.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, it's like when you know, with the COVID pandemic, uh, a lot of bodybuilders were just like. You're not gonna put something that's unproven into oh, my body, and I'm like, you're ordering get me started. steroids from from China. <laughs> and I mean, because yep. a lot of those steroid powders are made, manufactured in China, and then sold oh, to absolutely. a third party in the United States or Canada, or wherever. And then they, you know, they're brewing it in a kitchen which is probably not very clean. And they're sending it to people and injecting it to their bodies. And I'm like, you're more worried about like, you know, a vaccine than you are about like something that was brewed on somebody's dirty kitchen counter.
2: Yeah. It was sold uh, under just like, trust me, it's what you wanted, bro. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I guess, you know, it's disturbing.
0: What are you thinking? Like what, what's causing people to think in that way? I guess.
2: I, I think it's just a fun, like we all see how the government is like no longer serving us. We all see that there's like corruption, and I think mm-hmm. it's just like fundamentally, it is just the distrust of government, and that's where flat Earth comes from. That's where anti-vax comes from. That's all of it. That's where like even anti-LGBTQ like movements come from. Is they just they see it in a pop culture thing, and they're yeah. like, okay, the government's trying to brainwash the kids and make them gay or whatever the hell. Like, well, so you're saying that
0: it's inequality, and and. And and people, you know, who are sort of falling prey into these things, whether it's, you know, incel culture or right wing conspiracy theories or flat earthers yeah. or anti vaxxers, it's it shares in common the fact that they're people that are isolated, they're hurting, they're they're removed yeah. from a community. Yeah.
2: Yeah, they're typically like uneducated, and then they see education as brainwashed, So then it's like you can't even you can't reason with them with with yeah. logic or facts or education or any amount of statistics. Like the it's all like if it doesn't serve their personal bias, it, it it's not going to be taken into account. So like, there's really no, it's really hard to reason with a lot of them. At least that's what I've gathered from these live debates. Is most of them are in that camp where you they can't be reasoned with even.
1: Hmm.
0: And and so in terms of somebody who's concerned about changing that type of thinking, what, what can you do about it?
2: Honestly, I feel like if people are just keep talking about it, that's the best we can do. Like, like, especially if like the younger generation, like Gen Z, I think they're getting better at just like sifting through the bullshit. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of them, because they consume so much media, they, they get both sides. Um. Uh, I, I just think we need to talk about that kind of stuff. Like if we call out the alpha males, you know, people are going to see it for what it is, which is just like some insecure dudes who want to feel like some kind of community or belonging. Like that's all anybody wants is community.
0: Well, I, I, as an alpha male to alpha male,
2: <laughs> <laughs> from one alpha to another. <laughs> no, I really
0: appreciate you taking time out of, of your day to talk to us. And, you know, cause I know that you're like training hard for this competition You're running Mm -hmm. several businesses, you know, and you're working with a business yourself as a model, you know, so it's like your your time is really tight. And I really appreciate you just chilling with us. Uh, You know, I'm a big fan of yours. I think you're so uh, charming and you have all this great information. And so uh, I hope that you have time to uh, say hello and, uh, you know. Allow us to out angle you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you guys Arnold. definitely will. I've seen the pictures. I've seen these pictures.
0: Well, that's, that's a, Yeah, I'm always stand, If you notice, I'm always standing <laughs> yeah. to the edge of the photo. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. With the arm towards it. And mm-hmm. Yeah, Fausto yeah. taught me that yeah. t- trick. We took a picture with him, some guy who was like, how, how much does Poan weigh 330 or 300 pounds? He's a mass monster. Or 280.
0: Yeah, and what well, is like yeah.
1: and I'm just like, all right, let me get in front of him and like he looks tiny next And he's kind of like <laughs> <laughs> I I'm a little- nothing, else, I have nothing compared to him. Like yeah, yeah, you know, he cut me out of that photo. He did? Yeah. That's he so did. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of the photos. Nice. So maybe he didn't share that one. I don't know. I'm just teasing. Yeah.
0: No, but yeah it's, yeah, it's it's if you're at the Arnold you, you know, it's it's a tradition. Like if you're somebody who's big, you stand in the middle yeah. and you let the smaller guys out angle you.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's how fair. you know.
0: And that's how you know who the biggest guy in the room is. The, the smallest the yeah. in the photo. He looks the
2: smallest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Carter, Man, it's I'm so great
0: it. to meet you. Uh, best of luck with all your uh, bodybuilding goals in life. And uh, uh, big hugs yeah. to you and your family.
1: Thanks so much. You're yeah. welcome. And we'll see you in like a month. Yeah, hopefully. not even a yeah. month. Yeah. No. It'll be great. Yeah, I'm oh, excited. Be so it'll, it'll be really cool. Yeah, we're going to be like 180
2: pounds, but... <laughs> what are you now? <laughs> Whatever. I'm like 190 in the morning now, so I'm sl- I've been dropping pretty fast. What's your what's your, what's your your goal weight? Uh, honestly, I'd be happy if I was over 170 by the time I'm like absolutely peeled. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'll that. be so much smaller, but I th- I think it'll be good. We'll, we'll see. You know, the, the,
0: the secret to losing weight? Yeah. Don't eat.
1: that's that's the vibe but then you (laughs) lose muscle yeah
2: yeah yeah Uh, don't eat as much
0: carter and you're based out of calgary alberta or in canada right
2: all right yeah yeah that's correct
0: thank you so much for talking to us today carter
2: yeah no thanks for having me it's been really fun actually i'm so glad i got to talk to you guys anytime yeah all it's right. Been, it's been a time. Is it actually? Is it, what time is it? It's been an hour and a half already. yeah. Wow, yeah.
1: Time flies when you're having fun, I guess. Uh, it's a feast I, of fun I, over here on Let's Grow Big Together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's collaborate
0: <laughs> sometime in quotations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Take care, buddy. Take care. Yeah, you guys have a good one. Thanks right. so much. Bye bye. Bye bye. Bye.
0: Carter Kissick lives in Calgary in the province of Alberta in the country of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can follow him. On Instagram at Classic underscore Kissick. And of course, the link to his Instagram and to Rascal Apparel are on the links on on the podcast. What a charmer!
1: I was charming. I'm just like. I was like. He's like. Look at this guy in this ad. I'm going to find out who he is. Who is this guy? Yeah, I was just like, uh, you know. <laughs> and, and I was like, and the people right.
0: were like, get, you know, it's like you're so thirsty, blah blah blah. And I was just like, look, I, you know, you he's, just
1: made them eat it. I made them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they're thirsty. Drink it. You made them drink. Drink it. it. Yeah, drink that way, honey, because it builds muscle. Yeah. Way for breakfast. What do you think of that? Can you do it? I do whey for
0: breath. I take a a scoop of
1: whey in my morning coffee. But in in lieu of eggs and uh, other. I don't know. (laughs) Babs, I I need my eggs, Babs. Sometimes I think it would be better to just have a little smoothie and then take the dog out and then come back and have breakfast number two.
0: Although, you know, the bodybuilders we've been talking to, they have a a pre-breakfast. Yeah. And then an actual breakfast. Yeah. And then they usually like, um, and this is the other thing too, they do a pre-workout nap. And uh, even if it's fifteen minutes, that helps energize them because there's like toxic shit in your brain. Well, you
1: know that napping is very important. It does it allows you to rest to relax. Uh, you know, you can also think of a nap as a, a form of meditation in a way. Yeah. So it's going to be very stress relieving.
0: Uh, one thing I've been starting to doing that's been really helpful in, in reducing inflammation and helping my joint health is walking. Mm-hmm. And you know, in the winter here in Chicago, uh, just finding like a place indoors to walk or a treadmill or, you know, a mall <laughs> most malls today are like abandoned. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they're basically large indoor spaces that you can move around in. Mm. And I uh, have my Apple watch and I opened up the workout app and in there I'm listening to Patty LaBelle <laughs> guided walking tour and it's Patty LaBelle talking about like how she discovered diabetes and how she can't have a slice of her pie. She oh. never really talks about like the Reverend James Wright Chanel. No, why would she? All that controversy and stuff.
1: But uh, the only person who brings that up is you. And T.S. Madison. T.S. Madison. And She's Reverend James Wright
0: Chanel. And is he stuff. still
1: on about it too? Uh, she, he just
0: did a video with Patti LaBelle to promote oh. their uh, chocolate chip cookie pies.
1: Oh, they're they're working together. They're working together again. Oh. Yes. Well, all right.
0: All that animosity. Nature that's, is it, healing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so yeah, basically, it's a Patty Labelle has a line of pies that she sells at Walmart, That and she
1: can't eat because she has she diabetic. can't
0: eat it because she's diabetic. But we we actually got to meet uh, Patty Labelle um, a while back at Milwaukee Pride Fest with Samwell, the the guy with the video. What what in the butt? What, what in mm-hmm. the butt, you know, that I guess it was on South park as a thing. And Johnny Depp was a fan of his. And so he flew him to perform for him anyways. And and so we became friends with Samwell, and we were uh, hosting Milwaukee pride fest and Patty LaBelle was mm-hmm. performing there. And so they stuck us all backstage. And I was like, you know, and she was like, she's really, really nice. Uh, but since then we found out that uh, I guess like some of the divas, um, uh, Aretha Franklin and Tina Turner, they've, had their differences with her because mm. Patty LaBelle has a big heart and wants to be friends with everybody. But you know, these divas, they're like, get your hands off me. <laughs> you <know? laughs> uh, but you know, she was really warm and friendly and, uh, and, and you know, and so when that photo of us with Patti LaBelle started making the rounds on the internet, everyone's like, what's she like? What's she? And they were all like, what does she smell like? And I was like, uh, I don't know. Insulin. <laughs> she smells like pie. Delicious. Oh delicious uh, sweet potato pie. It your macros? You know, anything fits your macros as long as it's in moderation Mm -hmm. to some degree, you know? And it's like tracking your food is the game, you know? And I think like if you're trying to build muscle and you're not making progress, odds are you're not getting the protein you need. Like yesterday, I was just like, I do not feel like eating. And I was like halfway through my daily nutrient Mm -hmm. requirements. And I was like, damn, what am I going to do? And so like, the, you know, this is 11 o'clock at night and I'm just like ready to go to bed. And so I make a, a I made a smoothie, I ate some chicken and, and then I made, like, I went to pick you up at work and I got home and then I had two scoops of casing and then in the middle of the night, I'm like, well, you know, like it was coming back up. Oh. so the the takeaway is track your food, but try to get your food in earlier mm. in the day. So you're not like trying to race to meet your macros at the end of the day, because then you're it's disrupting your sleep and sleep is when your muscle grows
1: because you don't want to go to bed in a full yeah. stomach. It's yeah. just hard to digest. It's hard to stay asleep. You can get acid reflux and you can do some of that stuff when you're younger. But as you get older, your body, it's. Not is able to handle that kind of stuff.
0: Do you want to uh, do the uh, chicken breast lemonade challenge?
1: I don't think I don't think <laughs> strawberry, but I think uh, I think you could do that. Um, the other thing too is like maybe just maybe cream of chicken soup.
0: Well, I'm am ta- thinking you know something you can drink quickly, uh, and that's the reason he's doing it. Mm-hmm. The the absolutely. We'll so you de- cook some chicken it. breasts. They do it in the air fryer without any salt. Nothing. I would just poach it. Or poach it,
1: yeah. I would poach it since you're not really really going for that much taste or anything like that. No, anymore. in fact, you
0: want to get rid of the taste of the yeah. chicken as much as possible. So poaching actually would be better. Mm-hmm. And then you um, you can make sugar, your own sugar-free lemonade. Just use lemons. You
1: just take a lemon and squeeze it in there.
0: And throw in a couple of fresh strawberries and then use uh, like the monk throw fruit sweetener. Garlic.
1: What a little garlic, maybe?
0: No, you don't want. You don't want anything that Thyme, reminds you of food poultry seasoning. You yeah. want it to taste like a, basically a like whey protein, a whey protein, but it's chicken breast, mm-hmm. so it's more nutritious, it has fiber, it has nutrients in it.
1: Maybe do it with bison, since bison has the most. No, protein. no, no. You
0: want something very neutral in flavor, and chicken breast is going to be the most neutral protein source. Okay, and then you just puree it. And drink it and go.
1: Yikes.
0: (laughs) Uh. Hey guys, remember let's grow big together is a production of feast of fun. Subscribe to our other podcasts, feast of fun, a discussion with artists, entertainers, and comedians about the hottest news and trends that are facing our world today. Uh, You can just search for Feast of Fun wherever fine podcasts are found. And of course, if you're started listening to Let's Grow Big Together, we would love if you guys wrote us a review. Uh, We do read all the reviews on the podcast and uh, message us on Instagram because I'm on Instagram. I'm on Instagram.
1: Mark Fillion, M-A-R-C-F-E-L-I-O-N. Yes, it's a French spelling of Mark. Yes, with a C. With a C. Continental.
0: for, For creatine. And uh Faust, the
1: gay spelling.
0: The gay spelling. Yeah. And then, of course, it's Fausto Fernos, which sounds like, you know, I'm you speaking and talk. Up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like a, what is it, a Marvel Comics character. But no, it, it, so you can uh, follow us and message us. Uh, if, we're, if you're messaging us through privately, comment on the photo so we can see you and then we can interact better, you know. And if you want to do one-on-one uh, bodybuilding consultation and get you to the next level, it's $99. We talk for an hour. And think of it as a a special podcast just for you. A podcast that is one-on-one and it's interactive. And we look at what you've been doing and where you can go from there. So if you're thinking about starting uh, a bodybuilding program or finding a coach, performance-enhancing drugs, changing your nutrition, changing your training, this is the place to start and get you in the right direction. And it's 99 bucks. My goal is to get you on your own, but also, it does help to have a coach. So if you are going to plan to work with a coach, I can give you some, a lot of tips and, and advice on what I've learned along the way in talking to other coaches and having a coach myself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how to spot a bad coach before you hire them. Like, what, where, what kind of
1: behavior do and you've they do? have gotten some great feedback from some of the people who've, who've, who've come to it and uh, enjoyed it. They say they've learned a lot.
0: The one thing I ask you besides paying the $99 is you actually follow the advice I give you. (laughs) This is not everybody's doing that. I don't, you know, my skill isn't giving the advice and laying out the path. It is for you to walk it. Mm. And so, you know, talk to me, come see me when you're ready to do it. And, you know, it's also if you love the show and you want to support us and want to see more Let's Grow Big Together, you can also uh, become a plus member at FeastOfFun.com slash plus and access all our shows including this program without any ads Uh, we're also on Patreon Patreon.com slash FeastOfFun is the same thing doesn't have the full catalog but it is most of the shows and you can listen to us without any commercial interruption which is very nice and you'll have that warm feeling knowing that you're supporting one of your favorite shows.
1: You know, because just like muscle building, it's all about gains, right? Yeah. And every episode is a new game.
0: Yeah. And it's about, you know, getting you excited. I mean, isn't, isn't Carter Kissick, are you excited? I'm
1: excited about lifting. Let's go lift some goddamn weights. Let's after do After we have some uh, liquid chicken.
0: <laughs> Bye, everybody.
1: Bye.